And welcome to another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt Beardalicious Givenisi. And today we're talking about podcast marketing or podcast promotion or getting your podcast, getting more podcast listeners, basically, is what it boils down to. So joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, my old job and current job. And with me is Andrew Fiebert. How's business, man? Good. Good. Up and to the right. Up and to the right. It's a great song, dude. I love Up and to the Right. <laughs> it's from... Uh, Barry Manilow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great, yeah. great, great hit. I was going to say Avril Lavigne, but... Oh, wow. Up and to the right. Right? Is that how it goes? Anyway, it's a great song. I love it. Before we get started <laughs> talking about this topic, uh, today's episode is brought to you by... Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like minded business owners in the members only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and MoneyLab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, MoneyLab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. Today, I want to talk about uh, podcast promotion. I have a huge article on this at MoneyLab. If you go to moneylab.co slash podcast dash marketing, um, you know, you and I did Listen Money Matters, still do Listen Money Matters as a podcast. It's pretty big. And this was my answer to everyone was everyone asked me, like, how did you grow Listen Money Matters? How did mm. you do it? And I was like, I would have to I would end up writing these super long emails because there was so much nuance to what we did. Uh, but then I was just like one day I was I literally was laying in bed and I started writing this entire guide. But I just wrote, I think, like. I don't know, 10,000 words or something just sitting there and then distilled wow. it down to 6,000 words or 5,000 words or whatever this article. It's pretty long. And then I took uh, I took some other – like so this is everything that we did that worked for us and I want to share all of those things. And then at the bottom, there's this like 29 more gimmicks to promote your podcast and my unsolicited thoughts about each one. And those were gimmicks that I stole from or like I researched – around the internet that people were claiming like a way to promote your podcast. And then I picked right. what I thought were the 29 best out of like, I don't know, 300 gimmicks. Oh shit. And then just basically said, yes, this one's a, a good idea and here's what we did or here's my commentary about it. And so there's a lot, there's a lot to go through here, but uh, ultimately there are 11 things that I think we did. And a lot of those involve nuance. And today I want to, 
basically distill this information down even more. I want to say, cool. okay, look, there's a, this is everything, but here's the top five. All right. Let's do it. So the first thing I think we did was the show. The show itself. Um, which it is, has to be decent. It has right? to be like, decent. Yeah. And it's, it's so hard to say what that means. Um, but here's what I know. I, I, I don't think so. You, you don't think you so. You had always said one thing that I think uh, makes so much sense. Um, and it's just that, like, I created a show that I wanted to listen to. Yeah. And so I think if you're creating this thing and it just is, and I, okay, maybe you like listening to yourself. And I think that doesn't count. But if <laughs> right. it's just, <laughs> if it's like pulling teeth getting through the episode, you know, then it's not good. Yeah. Uh, so I've I've done shows that I've hated doing and listening to. I I just don't like interview shows that much, personally. Right. Um, I like when funny people have a conversation. And I used to listen to Preston and Steve back in Philadelphia, and that was always a fun show to listen to. And when I when we created Listen Money Matters, it was I I want to create a show that. As a person, as a as someone who was bad at personal finance, I would actually listen to. So that meant uh, I was going to curse. There was going to be cursing. There was going to be funny drinking beer. It's pretty brash, super honest. You know, talking about real issues, like all of these things. And I, I actually went. I thought about that, and I looked at other web or other podcasts that did the same thing. And when I looked, they thought about Mark Marin, which is has like one of the biggest podcasts, or Joe Rogan, or one of those guys. Like their podcasts are huge because they're self-serving. They're just doing what they want to talk to the people they want to talk to. They don't care mm-hmm. about the audience so much. Um, and th- number one on this list is don't define your audience, define yourself. So it's like, what do you mm-hmm. want? What do you want? And then do what that. do I want? Yeah, what do you want? Just the, I just want the answers. Okay, I don't want so, people to like bullshit me or like create a thing that like. They think that I want. Yeah. You know? I don't like, I also don't like when people talk at me. Like they're trying to teach me something. I'm like, just mm. tell me how you did it. <laughs> you know? Right, share right. Your, share your story. I'll, I'll, I'll that's kind of why I like anything behind the scenes. I don't want to be, I don't want to take a course. I want to see a behind the scenes of like somebody doing something. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I that's think like, the, is, assume they're intelligent as well. A yeah. lot of people, Talk to you like you're an idiot. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. Sometimes I am an idiot, but at least pretend that I'm not. Yeah. Or play the idiot on your own show, which is what I did. You know, it was like I didn't know anything about personal finance when we started. And so, like, we had on guests and you, and I was just asking questions at, you know, completely sincerely, but I ended up embodying the actual listener. But you weren't like patronizing the audience or pretending they were idiots. Yeah. Also, I wasn't lying. I really didn't know the stuff. It wasn't, No, yeah, you were were really bad. It was really bad. So, um, Debatable if you've gotten better, but. So, yeah, yeah, so this show is the opposite. (laughs) Not that this show has a large audience right now when we're still, we're still pretty early, but the idea on this show is I want to just talk to my friends about business stuff at a, at a, and not at a beginner level. And so right. I, it's defining myself, what I want from a podcast. We'll see, how, we'll, see what, we'll see what happens. But that was the first, that's like the first thing. Now, I don't know, again, that's not really a promotional thing, but your show's not going to go anywhere if it sucks. I mean, that's, 
And to be honest, like I don't, there's really hard to define. It's really hard to figure out if your show sucks or not. So the only thing I would, the only, my advice to, my advice in this article is basically stop caring about what people, other people want, figure out what you want, what you want from a podcast, Mm -hmm. what you want to talk about. So that way you keep doing the show and it's fun and, and then you'll get better. You'll get better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second one I have here is, and, and again, I want to go through all these kind of quickly and then talk about the, and then really debate the top five between the cool. two of us. Okay. Um, get, getting the listeners involved. So that was, uh, if we go back to the article we did, uh, on, on our show, listen, money matters. We have people sending catchphrases and questions and questions and, and on this show, specifically Money Lab, I have people send in middle names, and that's mm-hmm. my way of getting listeners involved. Because I'll tell you what, uh, when I hear my name mentioned on a podcast, I still get a little tingle somewhere. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I can't help it. You ever like? You ever have your name on the like? Listen to the radio when you were a kid and had like the DJ say your name. Like maybe you no, sent something. Never. In oh my god. Like, it was like you were famous for ever. like. Oh, I don't know why it was just. To me, I think there's a psychological, but but I think it, it serves maybe another side uh, is that uh, when they reach out to you mm-hmm. with like you know your middle name or whatever, then you could talk to them, right? And like these initial relationships, they're these are like the early adopter type people. Yeah, they're gonna sing your praise, right? And um, that's and that's really and that was what huge it, for us. Yeah, I mean, word of mouth. It was I think one of the ways that we grew the most. But it's hard. There's this guy Jeff who had emailed us and he was giving us like insanely awesome episode ideas and like these these initial people are so important and you yeah you'd be crazy to like not think that yeah so we did like uh, catchphrases we gave out our email address which we both give out on each other's shows Uh, we send emails to them we one remember we created that hotline yeah that that didn't last long it didn't work very well (laughs) because. We asked. We it's asked, still there, I think. Yeah, I, I, I occasionally get spam. Do you people calling it? Yeah, well, and I, there's messages. a there's a show now on uh, that I listen to uh, called Brewlosophy, which is a uh, home brewing podcast. But they have a hotline for questions, and they play the questions on the air. And we used to we did it as a vent, like vent about money, like just vent mm. about something. And man, uh, people would call, <laughs> yeah. leave voicemails where they would be like. <laughs> saying the worst shit ever about a company that like fucked him over or something and I would have to bleep out so it just became so much work to bleep out all their hate speech <laughs> it was <just> bad <laughs> uh, you know or contests you know is a, w- a way to get people involved uh, I put um, social media as number three I hate social media I, I figured you did um, I'm kind of on the same boat but I, I said you know pick one I think we picked uh, Twitter as ours when we started mm-hmm. Listen Money Matters, and we were having people send in the catchphrases via Twitter. And remember, we were taking pictures of the beer we were drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do that shit again. We should. How easy is that? We were just taking right, screenshots super, of each other. Yeah, and we just look like we were just always unshowered. It yeah, like we just got beaten up. Yeah, it was um, all. Yeah, they're all black and white. Yeah, but like do that it, behind the show stuff is it really worked? Yeah, let's do that again. All right, deal. Deal. Okay. Sorry, uh, I'm like petting my cat. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, I can see that. It's really weird. Uh, <laughs> I swear there's a cat on my lap right now. Yeah, so ask. Um, I've a- I asked people on Twitter to give me middle names, 
we ask them for questions on Listen Money Matters. Uh, again, posting that behind the scenes photos stuff. Uh, yeah, that was that's social media. Again, I, I it's not a big one. I, I'm I'm gonna automatically say that's probably not in the top five. Mm. Yeah, right? I, I think that's dumb. Uh, now, I've actually always wanted to talk to you about this. Because I remember doing this, and I actually don't know how well it worked out. Mm. But number four is the top ten list podcast promotion strategy. And this means th- – this is what I did. I used to Google best personal finance podcasts. And I would find people that would write lists of the best personal finance podcasts. And I would email them and say, hey, you should check well, out our show. And then oh, they, would, they usually – they would mo- all the time add our show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did that help at all? Do you think? Um, so, so it it did, and and it still does. Like we get meaningful traffic to our website and stuff from a bunch of these lists. Uh, but like, I don't know if you remember when we first started. Uh, whenever someone would email us, I would reply back and ask them how they found out about the show. Mm. Um, yeah, and a significant portion of them. Uh, and I, I don't anymore. We we get a lot of emails. We get sure. so many emails. So but, many. Uh, but a significant portion was from Google. Just all right. So they were googling probably that. Mm. So I think that was at least initially um, a really major growth source. Okay. You think that has a top five potential? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Number five was creating a kick-ass landing page. So just one page that people can find your podcast. So if anyone googles the actual name of your podcast or googles you know, an episode. And I think, uh, it's just like the main page. I I think it's like more, uh, you should have a website. Sure. And I feel like it, look, I love the show page and I know people go there. Mm -hmm. Um, but I I don't know if that's a big promotion source. It's more like, uh, you just kind of have to have it The further research source. Yeah. What about this definitive guide strategy? Number six. Um, So, so what do you mean by that? That's kind of, it's content marketing is really what it is. Uh, remember, we did the the illustrated guide to investment types with the Bluths and the you know the rest development theme cartoon. Yeah, I think if you search investment types, uh, it's like one of if not the top result. Okay, I remember that uh, that guy from fuckinghomepage.com put it up, and we got a yeah. shitload oh, of traffic my God. one day. Wow, that was like the most exciting thing. Yeah, yeah, that was. I, I I mean, to me, that was worth I don't know if we got any subscribers, like podcast subscribers from that, but it mm. certainly helped the brand. Oh, for sure. You know, so I was thinking it's a long term play for sure. Doing any content marketing. P- perhaps to like uh, add another component to it. Because mm-hmm. I don't think this is in the rest of the list, but uh, you put like a podcast listen box. Yeah. Like in a bed form. Right, and so you know you could create an epic thing for a show you did, but if you kind of do it in reverse, I, th- I believe a big way that we have and, and certainly now do drive people to the show is just we created something that ranks in Google. Yep, and they could listen from there. Okay, interesting. And that's a that can that's considered a download when they play, right? Yeah, yeah. Even if they just listen to a second, like oh, there's an ad, and yeah. they just pause it. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> uh, I think. Number seven is our is definitely going in the top five. Yeah, podcast. I'll, I'll SEO. fight you on it if it doesn't. Podcast SEO. Mm. So, 
Uh, I almost wish it wasn't on the list because I don't want people to know about it. it I, this is probably number one. If you're you starting out, uh, it, it's so, so sad that it's so good. Yeah. Because it really shouldn't be. What we're talking about is basically improving your title, the title of your podcast. Do, do you want to talk about in depth after we've limited to the top five? Like we'll yeah, dive in. Let's do that. Okay. All right. All right. So we're talking about improving the page title and the and the um, episode descriptions. And, and, stuff and you like know that. what we should do. So we'll get the top five, and we'll we'll then talk about them in reverse order. So you have to literally listen to the end to hear about podcast SEO. Oh shit. <laughs> That is some that is some uh, marketing brain power right there. Mm. Uh, I haven't had number, any beer yet today. Yeah, I know. Uh, number eight is getting interviewed on other podcasts to promote yours. I have. I know you have done a some, between like all of them mm-hmm. and almost all the podcasts ever. Um, I have been on uh, Goldstein and Gelt. Mm-hmm. Seriously, what's um, that? It's 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 a podcast. Yeah, oh, it's huge, huge. Um, no, it's not. Oh, <laughs> and I was on like a few others, and I I can confidently say that I maybe lost subscribers <laughs> as a result. Of- <laughs> like this guy sucks. Let's definitely not listen to his podcast. <laughs> I just got like random downvote reviews for people who never listened. Okay. I, I think it's a terrible idea. Wow. All I, right. Unless it's a big show, right? If it's a, but that's hard to get onto. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm actually curious what's going to happen when the when I'm back on Listen Money Matters and we're promoting Money Lab as, a, as the business side of things. I wonder how many people are going to come over. I think that will be a testament because so, the LMM is huge. So, yeah. Um, Look, people who did great interviews, uh, we've gotten feedback. Uh, like, and we've, we've done affiliate programs that were essentially verbal. Yeah, you know, said by the person, perhaps at the end of the show, and and we've made money through that. So I think, like, it does work, but uh, the show has to be good. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I, look, I, I've I've certainly had people. F- I mean, like, because I on Money Lab, when people email me, I send out an email like immediately when they sign up uh, on my site. Basically, how did you find out about me? Hmm. And I'll and so far I've gotten a lot from people. Not and I mean a lot, like. Two emails a week. This is this is a lot for my website. Mm-hmm. Who said they heard me either on Adam Clark's podcast, which is called The Gently Mad, or Nick Loper's podcast, and they're just like both and big podcasts, both big podcasts, and they said, "No, I mean not massive, but big enough." And they they everyone says, "I just liked your style," and so mm-hmm. I can't, and I I just followed you over to Money Lab, and then you know that's how I found your website. Not to, not to say they moved over to my podcast, but. Yeah, so it I, it certainly works. I guess if you're a, if you're good on other podcasts, that's where it, like if you're a good guest, like I kind of think I'm a good guest because I am honest, I guess. And just <laughs> well, like, also I'll tell you, I had heard Corbett, yeah, on Smart Passive Income, yeah, and same. I I like fell in love with his approach, oh. how kind of straightforward he is, and I I literally did the internet roadshow and I listened to every interview. Like, have I've, we that, have we talked about this before? Because I because I did the same exact thing. I, I heard, heard Corbett on Smart oh. Passive Income, and that's why I was in Fizzle. Well, that, that's literally why I was in Fizzle, and that's and how that we is met. Also why, yeah, 
but that's also why I'm so sad that the Fizzle podcast wasn't Corbett. I mean, he was there, but yeah, but yeah, he uh, he's yeah, he's the he, one. I heard that, and I was I immediately found Thing Traffic first, mm, which was what his original site. Yes, yes, and I was I devoured it. I was like, this is a beautiful site. Yep, everything this guy says makes sense and like yep. resonates with like yep. my view of the world. Yeah. That's just weird. I think we just figured that out. We just found out that like that one episode of a podcast literally huh. started listening yeah. matters. Basically. Yeah. I don't know. There's something there, isn't it? <laughs> I, I like, guess fine. It's on the top five. Top five. Uh, I have number nine here. Make a rap video. <laughs> Did that do anything for us? Even to I mean, this day, like, do you, like I'm sure you still get people that find it, right? Yeah. So, so people do. Uh, it, it's not like people are looking for the name of the rap video, so not, no. it's not coming through Google. Uh, and I, I think it kind of endeared people to the brand and what we were doing because mm-hmm. it had us, and it was. I don't know that it was a big discovery mechanism, though. Okay, we did get backlinks. Yeah, we did. Yeah, but you know how we feel about that if you listen to the last episode. Sure. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> um. All right. I'm just going to skip past that one because it was kind of a joke, but um, buying a podcast audience, number 10. Mm. So you, you marked it as lame on yours. And I, yeah. I think, uh, so, so I, I think like the one that you described is lame, um, but I think that there is one that is not lame and we mm. can talk about that. And, so, and you don't know about this and I'll also just, I'm just going to shoot myself in both feet okay. on, the, on this show. Uh, so we, should you want to mention that now if it's going to go in the top five, is it a top five or no? Uh, yeah, I think, I think it could go with top five because, um, if you have money, you could certainly plug money in. I mean, uh, look at the end of the day, like I think having a good show is perhaps the most important as sucking cliche as that is. Okay. Um, show notes. Number nine or number what number is this? Eleven. Yeah. So so I th- I feel like we I almost like forcefully lumped that into definitive guides. Okay. With with the play thing, but uh, basically content marketing. Yeah, I mean, Google's awesome, and yeah. you just be crazy to not use that. Okay. Now, real quick, I want to go over the twenty nine more gimmicks because maybe there's something here. Um, cool. I'm just going to blow through these and I just want you to give me yes or no. If it stays, if it's, if it's, if you think it's like, Ooh, worth talking about more deal. Oh okay. yeah. You're not cool. Uh, repeat your most popular episodes. No. Improve the audio quality of your podcast. Yes. All right. I mean, but that, that sticks into, I guess the bigger mega show that doesn't suck. All right. Fair. Uh, you know, write good show notes, which we, we already kind of already have. Mm. Um, help a reporter out or using radio guest list, like basically getting more, um, interview people. So I'd ba- say no, I would say, well, okay. It, it's like, it's like trying to drink from a fire hose, you know, it's just, well, yes, I understand. You'll, you'll get email bombed. Sure. But what about maybe getting big guests? You know, uh, we, we had tried that. Um, remember, and we would like put the name of the person in the episode and yeah. we would like compel them to share. We'd like literally make them agree yes. before they come out to share. Um, I actually think the, the, the success from that falls more into podcast SEO than, than anything else. Okay. 
So I, I, my only argument to that would be the Mr. Money Mustache episode we did. Okay. Exception to the rule. But, but yes, we seriously grew the show from a tweet. Yeah. One tweet. That, so the, I still so, hate social media. I know, but here's – so I feel like that's a fluke. And the reason why mm. is because – He's monstrously huge. He, well, he, well that, not just that. He's monstrously huge. He, he was really good mm. on the show. He's never interviewed. He has a rabid fan base. So the fact that his fan base – and he was and, – and we didn't ask him to, to promote it. No. Um, what we, we rode did, that train as long as possible. We ran Facebook ads against it. Yes, that we worked. did. Yeah. Like we, we, I think everything worked in that one case because yep. of him, really. And the, the, the real secret to that was his website, and I don't know if this is still true, but his website at the time – he had an embeddable tweet thing on his homepage. It was on, no, it was on the sidebar. So every page. Oh, okay. So yeah. So what happened was he doesn't. He at the time he didn't tweet very often. So he mm. he posted this one tweet that like that was literally on his website on every single page for like I would say a month. Mm. That he never moved, and so a bunch of people found out about us. Very, very you know, because he had such high traffic. That, I mean. I feel like I, it's hard to count a lucky break as, you know. I mean, I, look, I know. it wasn't part of it wasn't luck, you know. We found him, we did a great episode, we we tried every avenue to promote that one episode, yep. you know, but I don't know if I could replicate that. I don't even know if I if we asked him to come is on it, again, is he it, would. It, right, is it worth building it like, you know, John Lee Dumas as much as like I'm not a huge fan, that's enti- his entire business model is based on or his entire promotion model in the beginning was based on you know, a guest on every episode and getting them to promote that their audience, which would bring people back to his. And it's still, I'm sure it's still like that. You know, I, I guess it's big people, you know, people that, uh, that perhaps have an engaged uh, Twitter audience and are willing to share. Yeah. But you, I, I, I just never felt comfortable asking them to. Mm. Whereas like, you know, a lot of people just build that in their thing. And I just, you know, people ask, like if I go on a show and they have like some automated email that goes out to me, it's like promote the show. I never do. Yeah. Cause I don't want to. Like that's your job. Like I, I went on your show because I need help. I'm from also you. an asshole like that. Like I, I usually don't like. And if they email me or tweet me, share, and and I maybe the tweet was good or the resource I, it links to is good. Like I, I may. I but, will do it if there is val- If I feel like there's, it's it's an episode that I talked about something that I would not talk about on my own show or not talk about on my own website, and I thought was super important. Like. Um, you know, Justin Jackson came on this show and talked about mental health, which is like something he does talk about, but not at that, di- like not at that mm. length. And so it was definitely worth him sharing that. And I didn't ask him to, he, he did it all on his own. I think you kind of like nailed it where, uh, if it's, if they're asking me about my opinions on money or investing, whatever, like if you've listened to any of my episodes, you probably know, right. Or if you learned how I feel. So why am I going to, right. it's the same thing that my show is. It's, yeah. It doesn't, you know, my audience doesn't care. Okay, uh, moving on, creating more episodes. So this is harken back to when we went daily. Yeah. Um, I, I actually kind of feel like it falls under podcast SEO. I, I, you do? I, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I kind of do. I mean, why would more episodes because do better? Because when someone does subscribe, it downloads like five or six. 
Okay, fair. So then the overall show downloads goes up. But yes. I think the, the number that everyone dreams about, and for good reason, is how many people listen to the last episode that you put up, right? Yeah. And I'll tell you, like, you want to brag about that because, you know, you could say how big your audience size is, and that's what you could sell against. And your argument is uh, because you have more episode titles, you have more chance of being found in the search. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I know mm-hmm. it's a tough one. Well, you know. Uh, so let, let's talk about it. Uh, All well, right. Well, let's. I'm going to add yeah. it. Creating okay. more apps. All right. So, moving on. Uh, using YouTube to publish and promote your podcast. You know, Thomas swears by it. He's I, I also a YouTuber. Here's hmm. the thing. Uh, I only listen to podcast. There's two podcasts that I listen to on YouTube exclusively. Really? Yes, and it's because they they do highlights. And it's and it's filmed, you know. They they have multi camera, um, mm. like like Thomas does. Uh, it's Joe Rogan's and H three H three. I don't I li- know H three H three. Yeah, so I listen to them because they do highlights, and I and their but their shows are normally like two hours long. Okay, so so it gives you like you know twenty minutes. Yeah, and they're and oh. they're always guest focused, so mm. it's always like here's what. You know, Sean Evans from Hot Ones thinks about the spiciest pepper, and it's like, I want to know that, uh, you know? So it's yeah. good It's good YouTube SEO. I, I was just going to say that that's the SEO game to the max. Sure. It's like, yeah. And they're doing, and they're, you know, they're, they're publishing video, they're doing a Twitch stream, so it's usually coming from, like, a Twitch stream or a YouTube Live, and then they, they edit it later and put it up. Because, look, let's be real. We had the Mr. Murray Mustache episode. Yeah. Um, all of the words that came out of your mouth and all the words that came out of my mouth could have been deleted, yeah. and, right? People just right. wanted to hear him. Yeah. So I guess if we were to you know, tighten that up and put it on YouTube and you'd be like, Mr. White Mustache says, da-da-da, like, yeah. Is it worth it? It's definitely more work. Yeah, it's more work, and it's basically the content marketing game. It's just another way for people to find your podcast. I, I strongly engine. believe in uh, focus. Like, we're going to have how many things on this list. You, you can't do them. And, you know, if you try and do them all, you're not well, we're really going to do We're going to distill. So should, okay. should, you think it's worth it to put it? You think uh, it's, it's worth it? If, you, if I would say, like, the only catch is, like, you lean towards youtube things or perhaps are already doing all that. Right. All right. Uh, joining a podcast network? No. Uh, no. Participating in podcast awards? Definitely not. No. Post in similar communities like, you know, Reddit, Facebook groups. We, I feel like we got decent results from Reddit. You did? Yeah. I, I committed the ultimate Reddit crime and paid somebody to. I know, but did it, did, yeah. are you still don't do that anymore? No, I don't do it anymore. Right. It was a lot of work. and Answering questions on Quora? No, I don't think Mm-mm. so. Adding a link to your podcast and your email signature? No. No, uh, submitting to social networks like StumbleUpon, Pinterest, and Reddit, which we just StumbleUpon no longer exists. I know, I know. Mm. Got to update this. Share buttons to your show notes. Sure, I mean, yeah, but not a top five thing. I mean, mm. whatever, do it. Uh, Google AdWords. That would be so expensive. Yeah, like um, <laughs> two dollars per click, and you don't even know if they're going to subscribe. All right, this is a big one. Getting more reviews. Um. I, I feel like it's part of podcast voodoo. Uh, I, I'm i not completely convinced that the number of reviews matter. I feel like they... But I, I think it is important. 
Okay. I, think, I think it's, yeah. I would add that to SEO. Okay, deal. I, and I think that makes sense. Um, so all the best stuff of the episode, it will be... It's probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, creating a series of episodes telling a story. Like, you know, podcasts like s Oh, dude, that, that is a fantastic idea. Uh, we did that two times with enormous success. What do you mean? Um, what do you... What do you What's the measurement of success? So we did this like uh, uh, we d- we did a month where we just did rental property episodes yeah. Yeah. and enormously researched five episodes in a row, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of blew our show up like a massive really? yeah massive massive increase like part one part two part three part four. I didn't name it like that, but it was essentially like a complete comprehensive, and it could have been the topic, but you know. Uh, I, th- I think completely okay. covering something in super depth. Uh, Do you there's think, something to though, that. that's part of SEO? Because, um, like, what, no, what, I, I think there was enormous word of mouth with that. Or, all right, I'm going to argue that is it because you were hitting a topic that, you know, like, so Bigger Pockets t- talks a lot about this. That's mm-hmm. what their whole show is about, right? And they're, they're, they're higher in the investment category than Listen Money Matters is, right? But I, I believe that's because they get more listens to their show, and I, I believe uh, overall ranking is based on listens. But do you think it blew up because you got a whole new set of audience members because they were interested in that topic specifically and not personal finance? So uh, not only was it good for the show, it was, it was very lucrative for the business and yeah. so we have done more uh real estate episodes uh and they they kind of underperform okay so it, it was it, you're so you're attributing it to the actual series idea the episodes were awesome spent a lot of time on them but i think it was all this really deep information in a very short period of time okay i'm gonna type in deep info over a series you know and uh if you think of like serial they, they weren't teaching anything yeah. but it's like this compelling story that you almost have to keep listening mm. and you know you're drawn in so i don't want to say it's only for edutainment it's you know right uh so there's a lot more to go through so let me just kind of blow through mm. um leaving feedback or reviews on other podcasts no okay speaking at events no Going to events. No, no, super no. Okay. Creating and growing an email list. Uh, no. Oh. I mean, I guess if they're already on your email list, they probably listen to your podcast. I'm just going to... All right. We, we Cro- certainly promote it on there. I don't know. What about you know. cross-podcast pro- promotion, which is when you know we were doing that back and forth between us and Stacking Benjamins? Maybe he benefited. Hmm. Or... Okay. Or just like having, getting like, being like friends with other podcasters. I, I think so. Okay. Right? Like, if people are talking about you. But not, I, but not a, not top five for sure. Mm, no. Uh, replying to comments on your own website. No. These, again, not. these are not mine. These are stuff mm. that I found on the internet and just decided to put in here because I thought they were worth putting. Uh, creating your own podcast app. No, that I think it's like the biggest distraction. They, a you, lot of people do it, though. I know. Yeah, I, I'm, I, they're crazy. Well, you're going to do better than the default <laughs> Apple Podcast right, app, right. Overcast. You know, come on. Uh, so creating an audience podcast promotion tools. So this is like creating a street team. Mm. You know, having fans promote your show and reward them with a point system or actual merchandise. 
then you have to corral them and whatever. Yeah. If your show is good, they're going to tell did this. Mm. I did this for a uh, um, a website called College University, mm-hmm. which was a uh, like a flash animation like Simpson style show about college, mm-hmm. and I would go to the concerts and stuff and pass out their shirts and stickers and stuff like that. Take pictures. That's cool. Yeah. They're not any. They're not a thing anymore. <laughs> so, so I guess, so I guess I that answers I'm, that question, uh, at least anecdotally. <laughs> um, adding tweetable text to your podcast show notes. We we get a lot of tweets from that, but a lot of the people who are tweeting it have like no followers. Sure. Okay. So getting business cards for your show. No. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! I, I don't even want to talk about that. Selling card. merch or swag. Uh no. No okay. one's gonna buy it anyways. And last but not least, giving out T-shirts. Mm-hmm. We did we do that? We didn't give out t-shirts. We didn't we like we were we made t-shirts? No, no, we made, we uh, we made thank you cards. Did we ever do that thing where we sent a dollar to every person? I we maybe sent like five. I ha- I still have them here. Do you? Yeah. Like I remember we they had, we had this idea of like sending a single dollar to like people who signed up for something and they can use that dollar to start their investment account. Yeah, that was a really good idea. We just yeah. never followed through. Yeah. I, th- I thought that would have been really fun. Hey, there's still time. Yes, yeah, so ma- maybe right. we do that. So I have 11 distilled down. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through all 11, and, I'm, and I need you to give me a hard yes or no. Okay. All right? So defining yourself, basically creating the show. Super important, yeah. Getting the listeners involved. Uh, I, I think that's pretty important. In the beginning, you know. Uh you know, getting on the best, best of lists. Uh, I, I'm a big believer in Google search, so I'll, I'll say yes. Uh, definitive guides, show notes, content marketing. Yeah, you're all up for that. Podcast SEO. Mm. Getting interviewed on other shows. It's a lot. It's a lot of work, right? You could have created an episode in that time. You could yeah. have built your site. I think like it'll work, but you know, Not, bang for your buck, you yes. should build your own thing. All right. Buying an audience, um, it it's all right. Okay, uh, I do yeah. want to talk about that though. Okay, deal. Creating more apps. Um, you just want to lump that in the podcast SEO. Sure. Yeah. All right. YouTube. No. Pass. Reddit. Pass. And uh, doing the series episodes. It really worked for me. I, I you know I don't know why. It could have been for a slew of reasons. Um. I would say if you're, if you're looking to grow your podcast, perhaps uh, this is later. You know, this is like grow your podcast from, you know, middle, like little right, to so middle then it's tier. A, then it's a hard no for me. Fine. If it's, if it's a later thing, then no. Okay. So we have six, but one of them is buying an audience. So before we go into the top five, I want to talk about that. What were you, what did you mean by, what, what kind of buying an audience thing were you were you talking so about? The the problem with Facebook ads uh, is that you have to push people to a podcast platform, yes, to subscribe, and you have no idea what they do when when they get to that platform. So you're literally advertising for iTunes yeah. or advertising for Overcast, mm. um, and it's it's just kind of weird. I feel like it's like a you know they're maybe not expecting it or there's no way to measure if it's successful. And I don't think that you should spend money on ads if you can't measure if it's successful. Fair. So I would say no on that. You know, okay. maybe it worked with Mr. My Mustache because we promoted it and to, to literally his own audience. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, Overcast has uh, ads in the app, and you could pay to have them removed. Most people, I'm sure, don't. So even if you're listening to a podcast, there's an ad on the bottom, and based on the category of what you're listening to, um, you basically advertise against categories, and they'll tell you how many impressions you're going to get, how many subscribers they think you're going to get, so on and so forth. Hmm. So you could actually be really thoughtful about it. And I have a whole spreadsheet, and I basically pay about a dollar a subscriber. Okay. Um, so if, if that excites you, you know. But well, then if you wanted, you, could you pay ten thousand dollars and get ten thousand subscribers in a week? But I don't think I'd be able to in a week. I, I don't think that there is enough inventory for that. All right. Okay. Um, but you but do this I, now. Uh, I, I haven't for the last month, but I, okay. I have for maybe uh, six out of the last eight months. Okay. And you saw success from this? I believe so. I mean, I get subscribers from it. I see okay. Overcast's listen, share go up. Okay. But not a big, huge bang for your buck, No, obviously. no, no. It's just like... It's interesting, though. I didn't know yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. I'm playing. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Then, obviously, I just wanted to talk about that because mm. I didn't know what that was, but that's not on the list. So we have five. We have Making a Great Show. I feel like we talked about that enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. And I, I also want to kind of dive in a little bit to the production value mm. of the show. Um, Can that be its own episode? Absolutely. It, it, so, absolutely. So let's do that. Let's do that because we already have I, an idea in there. Yeah, totally. But just to sort of like glaze over it i think it's the most important thing ever mm. but i also listen to podcasts that are kind of shitty you know like yeah I listen to harmontown it's it's done live and sometimes like you know one person's louder than the other and it's just you kind of have to deal with it it's it, a live show but i've listened to ones with like clicks in the background are just weird yeah. and, and i think like uh good content will win but mm. you should make it shouldn't be painful to listen to for sure right uh, yeah, so making a, and I think every, I mean, like all of this that involved is like the intro, the outro, the, um, I, you know, I, I will say this and, and you can agree or disagree with me. In fact, I would want you to, but, I, and I think you'll agree. Um, I, disagree. I think our theme, <laughs> can't yet. I didn't even tell you. Uh, I think the, our theme music was uh. the, our choice of theme music was, is a huge factor. We got a lot of comments about it yeah. um, when we started. So my theory... And it's a big way to separate ourselves. Yes. So my theory was... And this, is, and this is all in hindsight, by the way. Like I didn't pick this theme music because I thought that this would happen. I picked it because I like that kind of music. Mm. And I'm like, if I'm making a show for myself, what's the music I'd want to hear in the beginning? It's the same music I would want to hear in the beginning of Preston and Steve, the morning shock jock radios of Philadelphia. I want to listen to heavy metal like I, I like metal music you right. know metal core whatever uh so um but when i thought about it i'm like wow if you go through every personal finance podcast and just hit play in itunes like on all of their things and then you hit play on ours it's a fucking shock it's like whoa what the hell is this and i yeah. think like you're just immediately so if you're up the type of person who finds podcasts that way and i and i certainly have done that before that's going to stand out in a world of boring ass podcasts mm. just is and most podcasts from my from from doing this 
now nowadays you'll see like a lot of the NPR style podcasts. They all start out with people talking. You know, it's it's just a really quiet. It's like, hey, you know, welcome to the podcast. My name, you know, you hear that. But, and I think like in the personal finance space and especially this fucking space, this this business space, it's Mm -hmm. all the same intro. It's like, this is the Listen Money Matters podcast, Uh, like bringing you uh, hot tips dripping all over your face. It's like, (laughs) dude, what? What Fiverr asshole did you hire to do your mm. dumb intro? It's like... And you couldn't just, even do it yourself. Yeah, come on. But I'll be honest. You listen to, you listen to early episodes of Listen Money Matters, and we did that. You did Remember? that. I did that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like, at least you did it yourself. It wasn't someone from Fiverr. Yeah. It was like, welcome to Listen Money Matters. <laughs> I can't do that with my voice. I can only, can't? Can only go up. <laughs> I can... I did do like... Uh, I don't know why. I feel like I'm good at that. Am I good at that? You're, I, I don't know. <laughs> you're I feel like I am. That. It's like movie in a world. <laughs> <laughs> that that was actually really good. All right. Could, that could have been that guy. Yeah. In uh, fact, I think you're getting copyrighted. Vince Fontaine, I believe his name was. He's, he's, he's passed away. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I, I just thought that our choices in that helped for sure uh we went from a um very rigid format to a very uh loose format mm-hmm. like we used to do the intro the outro they all used to be recorded separately uh now it's kind of all done live so it makes our editing faster but it also makes the entire show you know uh you're immediately in it you're immediately yeah. part of the show it's like you don't have to wait and fast forward through the intros it's you're you're kind of locked in I think that was. I think that's helped. Like all of these decisions, I think help when you when you and 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 when I was starting when I was starting Money Lab, this show, I went through and listened to a bunch of podcasts. Like, what are people doing now? Do I like? Does anything that I like come through? And I like Listen Money Matters. Like that's the like. I think we nailed it over all the episodes that we've done. It's like no, I, I this is the best way to do a podcast. It's the least amount of editing. It's the most genuine. The most authentic. Uh, it's the most like quick in your face, ready to, it's like all about the content. There's, there's enough. There's just, it's just, I think when it's we tell perfect. terrible jokes, like you get it. I mean, yeah. like you don't get the jokes cause they're terrible, but you certainly get it into your earbuds. Yep. And I think <laughs> all of that, all that matters. I, I mm. think trying to copy somebody else, uh, is just a fool's errand. Cause so, you're not going to be, you know, uh, uh, genuine to yourself yeah and yeah i mean there's a i i dude i still want to do this i have this bit that i want to do um have you ever heard my knowledge bombs podcast what all right <laughs> no all right <laughs> you, uh, have a, you have a third podcast no i'll i'll play it for, it's one episode it's five minutes mm. I, it's not a podcast it's one episode it's on soundcloud right now i did one and i immediately that felt good? No, I felt so shitty about it that I was like, ew, gross, I'm not doing this. It's a parody podcast kind of based off of like the business world. But the thing is, uh, people won't necessarily know that you're parodying it. So you, you sound know. like... It sounds... Yeah, it's kind of what I was worried about. But you have to be about. like an insider. Yeah, I was a little... I felt kind of scummy afterwards. Mm. There's like all these sound effects and it's like, hey, my name is... You know, like... 
Like, I yeah. just did, like, this voice. I created this character, and I just was real douchey, and, yeah. Uh, it's funny. People laughed their asses off at it, so. if you, if you you Only if you're familiar with the world, which you are, but. Um, anyway, yeah, that was inauthentic, and it, it shows. Mm. You know? So. Um, you are a tryhard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know if I'm going to put that as number one, but let's say it is number one. Be a tryhard? <laughs> no, d- making a good show. Like, really paying, yeah. like, really trying. I mean, it's not a... Dude, like, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I almost feel like it's, like, obvious. Like, dude, your show has to be good if you put shit out there. Yeah. Like, you, you're not going to grow into anything. Yeah. And we put shitty episodes out by all means, especially in the beginning. Yeah. But... It, as long as there's some goodness in there. Yes. And being consistent, too, I think is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so getting your listeners involved is number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we do that with the catchphrases, with the middle name, with the send, – they send us beer. We talk about beer. They, get, they email us questions. Like they're on our Facebook community, Twitter. Like it's – I don't know. How close do you feel to them? So uh, super close. There have been yeah. people I've known over years through some of my matters, and I met yeah. in person, and we've just trade emails. I've, I mean, I love that meetups. And I think I've, yeah, I've, I've, if anything, I've skewed more towards that. And I think, uh, you know, we did a lot of tactics, but this, I, I really believe the single biggest way we grew was word of mouth. Um, yeah, I'd agree. Because we, we can't attribute it to anything else. Like, especially in the beginning when we didn't know shit, we didn't have any money, our website yeah. was nothing. Yep. Yeah. I, I remember uh I, I think we got picked up now now uh I found this incredibly fascinating and then uh, and then it was obvious, right? Um and tell me if you have this same theory, it's a little uh taboo, but Listen Money Matters picked up a large lesbian audience that is a fact that is a fact we used to call it our lesbian contingent yes we did (laughs) and it when i thought about that i'm like i thought about why you know like or what could have done that you you sound like a lesbian (laughs) i no i i think it was one we we don't have like super bro person i mean we're kind of bro-y but we're not like Sports, or I don't know, no, right, like man, right. like we're, we're sports. If, <laughs> all right, we're I, I, we're softer. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I was thinking like just our brashness, like mm. I, like we're kind of like I won't say brassy, but brash and like honest. And I think they value that. And I also think that they're a tight knit community themselves. I, I could be wrong. I actually don't know that. There but were I'm people like that. Grace in the beginning who were well connected to their community. Yes, who who super promoted us, and, and it could have even started from, you know. I, I, so I the, I the listener involved piece. I don't know totally. And I and I think um, the my only anecdote, and which is a comedy anecdote that leads me to believe that they're a tight knit community, is from Thirty Rock, where she gets mad at Tracy because he says something about the gays and they all like rally and he, she's like of all the communities you had to pick that community they're the most organized <laughs> and and i was like oh okay that that all right that makes sense that this would be the same and so it was like the word of mouth piece spread 
much faster because they are tight. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that has happened in other communities and we're just not aware of them. Hmm. And the only reason we know that they are lesbians is because they tell us in the emails when they send yeah. in emails. Like, I, we're not, it's not like we do any sort of deep research or, you know, it just yeah. seems to be the first thing they tell us. So it's just interesting. It was a super, super interesting. So I don't know. Maybe there, I, I, I agree about the word of mouth thing. Like, I've always said that. It's just the hardest thing to. It's it's like the least appealing quick tip yes, in, in an is. episode because it's like so so what, far what, what are the two. tricks create shit that doesn't suck yeah and then you know talk to people who listen right they're, they're both hard yeah they're both hard they're not they're not scalable mm. well what the second one isn't it's hard because to, to be one person trying to talk to you know forty fifty whoever many thousand people when it gets bigger you know so yeah or even. 5,000 people. Like, it's hard. It's a lot of people. But, but there are three things on the list that you can do that yeah. will certainly push the needle. So that is Googling best your niche, like best, like, blank podcast. So Best uh, pool podcast. Best pool. Best. Yeah, there's none. Uh, <laughs> best business podcast. Best personal finance podcast. Best sports podcast. Best travel podcast. Just Googling that, maybe even putting it in, like, brackets or quotations or whatever to kind of narrow it down to even more and l- there's there's i i'm curious what are you googling right now i know you're googling something i mean yeah if you had to guess what i was doing right now what, what googling you best personal finance podcast well i'm a harassing best personal finance podcast ah okay best so best personal finance podcast get 500 gets a 500 volume a month best money right. podcast gets 200 Okay. Um, what else would you search in there? Best business podcast. Best business podcasts. One point eight thousand a month. There you go. Mm. Big one. And I, I'm probably just like not doing the right ones. Sure. You know, like we're doing it off the cuff. But the point is, like, so one point eight thousand, one thousand eight hundred people are doing searching every month. You know, and if you get a third of the clicks to the yeah. first result and you're in there like I don't care how big your podcast is that's meaningfully growing your show yep yep I think that's a good one I, de- I definitely don't think that is in the top I think that's not number three mm. I think that might be number five in that the most important you're saying in, if we're gonna rank these yeah well I, I think podcast SEO is the most important okay but but whatever you know. alright so the next two things I'll just so hold that, it against you forever yeah, so basically there are my uh my my strategy for the best blank podcast thing was I would literally Google that. I would mm. go to every single page that talked about the best personal finance podcast, I would find their email address, I would email them, and I think I just said, Hey, I saw you have this list. Um would you mind, you know, giving us a chance to be on that list? Like here's our one of our favorite episodes. Like if you like it, would you mind adding it? Mm. Something like that. Simple like pretty personal fine i'd say i'd say it'd be uh, a top one also because they have their own audience on their site right. and so right. people are just browsing through their site and yep. yeah and who knows what kind of emails they send out you mm. know uh i even i i remember we even had people do it for us so uh remember does ready for zero still exist uh they don't Okay, I thought they came back for some reason, but mm, no. that would be so cool if they did. Yeah, so they were a company that helped people get out of debt. They had a service, a software, um, a SaaS, if you will. And I forget how we 
got into a relationship with them or why they decided to do this, but I think they were asking us about creating content, and I was like, please create like the top 12 best personal finance podcast article and throw us in there. We don't even need to be number one. One or two of them were fans or, or yeah. something, and just then we had met them at FinCon, and we kind of yeah. did them a solid, and so... Yeah, we yeah. helped them, I think. I mean, we yeah. did... It was, a, it was a mutual thing, but we asked them to literally create that article on their site, which yeah. they were like, oh, great idea. <laughs> like, we should do that anyway. Mm. And I was like, you can put us on there. We don't, we don't even have to be number one. You can put your podcast on there as number one, and we can be number yeah. two or, or three. I don't care. You know, and yeah, I just... I Like, you can get other people to do it for you. I mean, that's one way. We definitely did that. Uh, so then we have um, – so I'm putting that at number five. And then we have uh, creating definitive guides, creating in-depth show notes, and overall just content marketing for your website, You know, creating a landing. Basically, like having a website and creating written content to drive people from Google to your podcast mm. is ultimately the, the order of operations there. And I'm probably going to put that at number four because it is super hard to do. I mean, it's literally, it's like starting a, I mean, it's a totally it's a separate business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the, for Money Lab, this podcast is actually the opposite. This podcast is a way to grow the traffic to Money Lab. But I mm. think I'm going to have to also do the content marketing side as well. I've been trying to push you gently. I know. I know. Because it works. It works. Yeah. Um, and it's much easier to monetize a podcast than it is to monetize a blog with advertisers. Maybe. I, maybe. I, I don't agree, but maybe it's a bait for another episode. The only reason I would say I agree with that is because, uh, first of all, everyone knows that pod- how podcast advertising works. Mm. And no, not true. I, I, I'm always explaining it. Really? Yeah. It's, well, it's literally the first qu- – I, I have this rule that I have to ask a question after the first email I send in like a sales thing mm. when I get a response from them. And I have a series of questions that I ask just because I need to elicit a response. Yeah. And the first one that I ask, unless they've you know indicated otherwise, is have you sponsored a podcast before or, or something? Yeah. Interesting. They, they want to know how, how we handle copy, you know, what about Dude, you call- should just create a post on that, like a private post. Mm. That- oh, I, I have an internal thing in, oh, okay. in Notion. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I guess I'm just, my anecdotal experience with uh, getting people to advertise on my website has just been the most, they always try to turn our, they always try to manipulate our content and turn it into an ad for them. Newsflash, uh, display ads are dead. Yeah, and and links are can't be sold, but affiliate links, right? That shit's great. Yeah, we just did sponsored posts where we would say, "Hey, this post is sponsored by X company." None Those of the links are super would be f- alive and well. Yeah, you know? native advertising, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, um, it was just so hard because they would go, "Well, what are you going to write about?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it. You're just sponsoring the post that's going out." Hmm. They're like, "Well, no, you got to include our stuff." I'm like, "No, we don't." Like, look at, you know, I always say, like, look at Vox. You know, I remember SoFi was, was sponsoring all these articles where they were just talking about Elon Musk, and they never mentioned SoFi in the article at all. It was about Elon Musk. They just sponsored it. It's like, that's yeah. how it works. You know, it's like, you don't control what goes in a podcast episode. You just get the ad in the beginning, in the middle, or wherever. 
Anyway, um, I don't know. That was only a little rant about advertising, which we will have. I think we're going to do an entire show about just doing sponsored posts, advertising on podcasts. I, like, I think that would be super helpful because yeah. I wish I had. I, I don't even think I have all the answers. I mean, I know I don't have all the answers. I, I mean, I definitely have experience, and so do you. Yeah, and I, mean, I, yeah, I feel like years. I can learn from you, like officially, like I hold your feet to the fire and learn what not to do. Basically, <laughs> that's right. Definitely made money, but not uh, just fucking hardest money I ever made ever. Mm. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, content marketing is hard, super hard, especially when you're doing a show. But I'm gonna put that. So let's just let's just dive in. This is the final one. Yeah. Let's talk about podcast SEO, which I'm going to rank um, as number two. So I, know, say, I know it's your show. Fine, fine. I'm saying define yourself, define the podcast, make a good podcast, do the SEO, get mm. your listeners involved, do content marketing, and then try to get on the best of lists. Yeah, I think that's right. good. Yeah. Podcast SEO, I'm lumping in, uh, you know, basically changing the title of your show and changing the description of your show to include keywords of related podcasts to yours that are bigger, so, right? Okay. In so, a nutshell. So let, let's take a step back. So, yeah. um, what, you know, YouTube is a search engine. Obviously, sure. Google is a search engine. And I think one of the craziest, most obvious discoveries that I, I learned through when we started Listen My Matters is that iTunes is a search engine. Like people, not, yeah. ser- people just like type debt and hit enter. Yeah, like it's crazy. That, exactly. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I would never use it like that. But we had just, I remember we got overwhelming feedback when I was asking people how they found us. Um, and so we had played with it and since have, have optimized shit. But uh, it where Google ranks you based on relevance, iTunes ranks you based on has word biggest <laughs> show first. Right. So, so yeah. It's so antiquated. Right, and so if um, you know what, what's Joe Rogan's show called, uh, the Joe Rogan Experience. So if you write the Joe Rogan Experience anywhere in anything, on your podcast, like an episode, if you make in an your episode, podcast feed, right? Yeah, and you know, and no one else has done that besides him. You will be the second one when you search the Joe Rogan experience. That's and insane. So, so if you imagine how many, it, it is insane and unfair. It's just, it's dumb. And I, I certainly hope it changes. Yeah, it will. You know, it I, will, I, I, I mean, if, 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 if Apple does any sort of investment in podcasts, which, you, you know, Google just did, um, Spotify just did, I think it's coming. So, okay. And, and this is actually not even including the other platforms. Although I know Spotify has actual real search. Yeah. And I know iHeartRadio has actual real search. Yeah. Not that really many people <laughs> listen on iHeartRadio to podcasts. Right. Some do. But uh, like to take this to the logical whatever is we'd have guests on, you know, like say Mr. Money Mustache. Yep. And if you could, I think we had titled the episode Early Retirement with Mr. Money Mustache. Yeah. Or something equivalent. And we had this convention where it'd be like some title with... Yep their name and we would actually nip the title or the or the beginning part of the title so that it wouldn't truncate the name of the person um and uh so now if someone goes to itunes which i am sure they do and search mr money mustache because the same way i would this is how you know i think i searched google but you know i wanted corbett corbett bar episodes yeah and so if i have an episode with corbett bar 
and I'm I happen to be the biggest show, they will always listen to mine first. Likely, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. So uh, on top of that, the so that so what matters is the title of the show itself, who the author of the show is, what the description of the show is, and then every episode title and every episode description. So if you were to think of it in like a hierarchical like uh, order, the title yeah. of your show is like the most valuable yep. in the search, and it can be super long because it gets because yeah. it gets cut off anyway. Yeah, and I remember we ran a million tests because it does like an ellipsis. Yes, and and it, like what would show, what right, wouldn't, right. like yeah, yeah. We, we did a lot. So title is the biggest. Then I think there's like a a, a just secondary. Subtitle, subheader. Well, there's author as well. Uh huh. There, there's like two headerish type things, and then there's okay. a description. And yep. I actually, don't believe the description matters. I don't think oh. that's searchable. Okay. Um, and then you have like the individual episode titles. Yeah. And I'm super certain that the content or the description of the episodes doesn't matter. Okay. So it's really episode title and podcast title. Yeah. Or, really? or the author or subheader. Or the author. Okay. Um. And then what do you think about uh, in SEO, like for the reviews side of things? Um, I, I remember we, we asked for reviews at the end of all our shows. We were reading reviews at the end of mm-hmm. our shows. We ha- the, you know, Listen Money Matters has a lot of reviews, but there are shows with, that are like maybe like right above yours that have way more reviews, like 5,000 versus your 2,000, right? Yeah. Um, we, we didn't know in the beginning what works, so we were literally running tests on everything. Yeah, I remember we talked to the guy from Libsyn, and he, did he say something about uh, reviews? Like, it Ooh. doesn't, they, they don't matter, but um, what matters most is subscribers, people who click the subscribe button. Right. Right? And if you look at, now, iTunes has that iTunes analytics now. Mm-hmm. You can actually look, like, they measure that. Po- Podcast Connect, yeah, yeah. Podcast Connect. They don't measure reviews in there, do they? No, uh, I don't know, but see, it, there's a couple catches with it because they only measure subscribers um, that have iOS 10 or higher, right? And and listen or, and have subscribed through their podcast app. Okay, but still, so if you subscribe through the iTunes app, but yeah. not the iOS app, like the, the desktop application, at least before it didn't count, right? But they're still. That's what they're. That's the main variable, right? The main yeah, uh, yeah. metric was is with subscribers, right? Uh, and so it's impossible to know besides through that iTunes Connect now, but mm-hmm. that's really, but it's limited, right? And people were saying, does the downloads don't matter? Well, as much? so he, so here's the thing, and so uh, you you could do this for for Money Lab. You could do do it for Listen Money Matters. I think it's more stark. We release our episodes on Mondays. Yes, um, which is what I do and, too. And so if you check. Every day of the week for one week and watch how Listen Money Matters rank deviates. We rank the highest when like pretty corresponding to when we get the most downloads. Highest on Mondays, pretty high on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. decent on Wednesdays, and then it kinda like levels out. Yeah. And so I I I, I believe that Unless, like, I don't know, when we launch our episode, like, I don't know, maybe iTunes resets their rankings on Mondays. That, yeah. that could also be, you know. Interesting. So, I mean, but that goes to show you that uh, downloads really don't matter. Or, or matter. Oh, you think they do matter? Well, because I'm number saying, of downloads. Listen Money Matters, if you look at the business top 10, yeah. like, Listen Money Matters ranks higher when we release new episodes. 
Oh, interesting. And, oh, okay. And the iTunes app uh, has like a, a popularity bar. Um, right. Oh, so you're you're saying that downloads do matter? I I, I think that it actually matters more than subscribers. Really? Yeah. All right. Well then, and I don't know the trailing, whatever, how they got. But, who knows? But only if they download it through the Apple, like if they hit play in Apple, right? That's where it matters yes. most. Not if yeah. they down, not if they play it like embedded on your website or something. Co- correct, correct. Right. And okay. then I would also say that I don't believe the Listen Mind Patterns podcast after that first two weeks has ever been in what's hot, and we have had what I deem hot episodes. Yeah, you know, ones that have just like really blown up. Yeah, um, and just still never got in there. So, so perhaps that's like that is subscriber, vo- you know, velocity yeah. or something. Who the hell knows, man? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, what about reviews, though? How do you feel about those? Just- they, they help me sell ads. Okay. I mean, it, it's just social proof, right? It's like, yeah. How much does like having a thousand Facebook, like the number one thousand in your in your Facebook share part, really matter? If you were to take it, like let's say we removed it, mm-hmm. I think it matters to the actual human being and not to the algorithm. It, exactly. Okay. Like you're looking at a, someone who tweeted something and they have like twenty followers. You're, you just maybe ignore and them. I, and at but a certain, th- you, you believe at a certain threshold though, mm-hmm. like on on reviews, like once the number is like past a thousand, it doesn't. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't. Yeah. I would agree. Although I do look at um, when it comes to, I mean, again, this is personal. It's not an algorithm thing. But when I go on Amazon, I look at products that have more reviews than the other one. So if if I if Amazon ranks a product over another product, but the product the second product has more reviews, yeah, that means more people have bought it and actually wrote a review. So I would you, actually you know trust how that much one. of that that's like so much paid. I mean, like, I was literally talking with Laura. There's a Reply All episode, this whole thing. You could join this private Facebook community, and they'll send you products. But it works. That's why. Because they want verified reviewers. and Yeah, it certainly works. So what if we paid for reviews? I don't know. What would we get? I mean, that's that's an experiment to try, for sure. We could, yeah. Try it on Money Lab and see what happens. True. I hate that. I hate the idea. <laughs> Money Lab like has fifty thousand five star reviews. Feels like so <laughs> shitty to me, but. Hmm. Uh, and then last uh, in this whole podcast SEO, like having more episodes. So you think the whole idea of us going daily uh, wasn't because it was daily per se? But I mean, if you're if you think downloads matter, then I would well, say that more episodes say, matter. We were for that. looking. We were looking at the total downloads. Like, uh, at any, like, so it would be like, okay, Monday, how many downloads did we get Monday? But it's the downloads for the episode you just released and every other episode that you have. Yeah. And so I think that it makes sense. And so I think maybe the default setting in podcast app is like, keep the last five, like download the last five, but if you haven't listened to 20, stop or something like that. Yeah. And so if you bombard their feed, you will certainly one, get more downloads, Yep. Like oh, but it if you if you're optimizing for show size, it maybe it doesn't solve the problem. I mean, when we went daily with Listen Money Matters in that one month, Money May, mm. we saw tremendous gr- growth. Yeah, we did, and and we 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 are attributing that to the fact that we publish an episode every day. And do we? And I'm I would ask, was it algorithmic? Or was it word of mouth that we tapped mm. into? I, I, I would say we had to do something algorithmic. 
Possibly. I mean, I don't know. You remember a lot of people were talking about how it was daily. They'd listen every morning or whatever. Yeah. And I think because it was good and we were giving them what they wanted. Like, you know, you that's why binge. Johnny Dumas grew so fast. True. Because he was daily. Look, look at Netflix. You know, I, yeah. I love binging on that stuff. I get angry Same. when I have to wait with Hulu like, yeah, a week. Me too. Me like, too. Screw them. Yeah. Yeah. So so maybe maybe there is something to that. Like, but on also, like a human level. Sure. But also SEO, because the more episodes that you have in the feed, that's more words in your, in your title that, that are searchable. So it's just, oh, it, expands, it expands your keyword density uh, when it comes to searching. So, people, so we have an episode with Mr. Money Mustache, and people search for Mr. Money Mustache thinking he might have a podcast, and guess what? They're finding us. Yeah. Because we have an episode about it. I'm curious if you search Mr. Money Mustache right now in, in iTunes where the List of Money Matters episodes ranks. I, if I was to guess, I'd say we wouldn't because it was so old. Uh, iTunes only shows the latest 300. Oh, right. That sucks. That does suck. Um, and yeah, I, I think that's correct. We're, we're, our episode's like nowhere to be seen. Yeah, only because it's so old. Oh no, it's it's on there actually. It's on there. Oh, mm. so they're keeping that data somewhere. Yeah, and and I'm actually just looking at some serious SEO optimization now that I searched Mr. Money Mustache. I'm looking oh. at the people who are targeting him. Nice, which is interesting. All right. <laughs> well, uh, I think we should wrap it up. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we got the five. Define yourself. Make a great podcast. Get listeners involved. Number two. Uh, do definitive guides. Uh, oh, actually, I want to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to switch this around because I want to say these in order. Um, I'm going to say. Actually, nope. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Number one, make a great show. <laughs> I hate mm. that as a tactic, but it's so true. It's yeah. You know, um, it's like when I tell people, number one most important thing for SEO. Right, great content. It's like, ah, uh, no shit, sir. Sherlock. Like, screw you. <laughs> yeah. So number one, make a great show. Number two, look, you know, do some research on some podcast SEO. I have some some tips about it in that article, moneylab.co slash podcast dash marketing. Uh, but there's definitely more you can find out there. Uh, also, get more reviews, make more episodes, and optimize those titles. Uh, number three is get your listeners involved in the show. Stay connected with them via social media, email, uh, you know, get them to, you know, help you create show content and give them credit on the air, you know, maybe read their reviews out loud. We did that for a while and it certainly helped. Uh, number four is create, do content marketing. So creating huge definitive guides that rank in Google, uh, doing sh like in-depth show notes for all your, you know, episodes, not these little 300 word, you know, overviews, like basically create a, a, a decent article for every show, if you can. It doesn't have to be every show, but if you, the more you do, the more you can rank in Google for keywords you didn't even think you could rank for, mm. and then people find your podcast. Make sure you embed your podcast, you know, player into the into your website on those show notes pages to get those downloads and to get people interested in the show and possibly subscribe. And then number five um, gets basically number five is getting backlinks to your website to do the to do the show growth and to help with your uh, actual on-page SEO. And that's Googling best 
your particular podcast topic, podcast. So uh, best personal finance podcast, best travel podcast, best money business podcast, best money podcast, whatever. Find those people that are writing those top 10, top whatever articles of the best podcasts and pitch them. Send them an email and say, hey, uh, we have the show. It's really good. There's a bunch of episodes. If you would consider it, that'd be great. If not, no big deal. Just hoping that you could. Uh, and just be sincere about it. Don't be a douche. That's five. Good? Yeah. I know. All right. I knew that was going to be a big one. It's a lot. We know we've been doing this for, what, five years? Yeah. A while. Podcasting? Yeah. Mm. It's a long time, dude. Yeah. It's aging me. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's veteran veteran status uh, in, this, in this day and age. I want to thank uh, Megan Vick at three star traveler on Twitter and at number three star traveler for my new middle name this week. Thank you very much for that. Beer delicious. I'll take it. Uh, if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on this show, please email me matt at moneylab.co. Also, uh, feel free to send me some new middle name suggestions. Uh, you can do it via Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Matt Givanisi. You can figure out how to spell it. Uh, or my email again, which is matt at moneylab.co. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you normally listen to podcasts, Overcast, whatever it may be. Uh, but hit that subscribe button, uh, download a bunch of episodes, binge it, and we come out with a new episode every week. And if you really like this show, please tell your friends about it. Point them to your favorite episodes so that they get a little bit of a taste and hopefully they'll become a subscriber like you. So that'd be great. Uh, Andrew. Yo. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. That was a long one. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening. That's it. Bye. Please tell your friends about this show. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.